0: Wine. Food. Talk. NapaBroadcasting.com.
1: Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com. Certainly, Napa has become a hub of a whole host of entertainment venues and entertainment activities. But one thing that has been sorely lacking in the Napa entertainment mix of late has been family entertainment. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and some really exciting new shows that are coming up beginning in a couple of weeks and going on for uh, the next six months or so. Joining me here in the studio today is Evie Warshawski, who many of you remember as the former executive director of the Napa Valley Opera House, and uh, she's still bringing us lots of shows and lots of entertainment. And we're also joined by Amy Guillaume, who's the founder and co-director of Cafeteria Theater. Thank you both for coming in.
2: Thank you for having us. Yes, great, to, have it's great you to be here.
1: Evie, you want to begin by talking a little bit about family entertainment. You did some of it uh, back in back in the old back days, in the, the day. old days they say yeah. at the opera oh, the house. The old days, ouch. But it is something that doesn't really get a lot of attention, much less a lot of activity. Talk a little bit about your thoughts about it, your experience doing it in the past and and really who came, who was interested and what happened.
0: Well, um, good questions. Um, so and I'm so happy to have Ame here because she actually has a young daughter at home. I have neither grandchildren nor pets, but I decided um one way to enjoy them is to bring back some family shows at the Opera House. We did quite a few family shows we brought the Missoula Children's Theatre every year, and that right. was a way to include local kids with professional actors every summer. And it was terrific. We always had a great time. They were here for a week. And we would also do what we call one-offs. So we would bring... Um, children's events to the Opera House, and it might be a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon. And we also um, collaborated with Blue Oak School, and we put on Chorus Line with high school kids. And I think um, what I see missing in Napa now is there's a lot of music, a lot of music, really great music. There are venues that bring music, like the Uptown and City Winery on a regular basis, and but
1: some wineries have started to, to right. add events. To everybody's the mix. Right, everybody's
0: bringing music, but what I don't see in the mix is family programming. And so, uh, feeling that kind of missing link, um, I dragged my husband into uh, a small presenting company called E and M Presents, and we're going to bring back Popovich, uh, comedy pet theater. He's got. 30 animals on stage. We're going to do sing-along Frozen for the little ones. And then uh, in May, Stunt Dog Experience, which uh, I have never seen, but I'm so excited about it. It's so popular. Uh, he hangs out in Branson, Missouri, mm. a lot, and and why Gre- does that seem Bright? <laughs> yeah, and Gregory Popovich, you'll love this. He has a sit down in Las Vegas, and I've actually seen the show there, and I just love what he does. It's so interactive, and he has, he's such a talented person. And these pets, uh, a lot of them rescued from shelters, so bringing that uh, in play in Napa valley um is kind of a missing link but uh one of the best uh elements of that is partnering with uh cafeteria kids theater for this first season of family shows and that's been really great i know ame and olivia from the uh, opera house they are so amazingly talented with kids they can work magic with kids and and that to me is missing
1: Amay, tell us about Cafeteria Kids Theater, how it got started, and a little bit about what it is.
2: Well, um, Cafeteria Kids Theater was, I actually started, um, I officially started it in 2007. And I had been a teaching artist for Theater Works in the South Bay and um, had had a great experience there and um, had uh, administrated some programming and also had been in a lot of different classrooms down there um and uh i realized what kind of impact um theater has with children uh, especially in a classroom setting um and it's it's a great tool for learning but it's also for them they see it as fun and it's theater and so after uh, after a class one day at a school called Theracauf Elementary School which is now unfortunately closed um a fourth grade boy came up to me and he said may i have to tell you something and i said what and he goes I think I like drama better than, better than recess and lunch. Mm -hmm. And I realized for him to say that that was a, a huge, um, a huge admission. And for me, it was probably the best compliment you could get from Mm -hmm. a kid. So as soon as I thought of lunch and recess, I thought, Oh, well, of course that's the most dramatic time they have. It's the time that they really express themselves and they work things out. um, that was the name cafeteria was born from that, that compliment. And, um, And really, it's for a kid, and I remember this when I was in school, it's their time. It's their time to be themselves and not necessarily be guided or have a teacher over them. Or It's really their time. So that's where I came up with the idea. And then I moved up to Napa Valley um, with my husband. And I just started doing what I was doing in the South Bay. I started connecting with schools. I started doing after-school classes at a studio run by the wonderfully talented Tammy Nixon. She had a studio here in Napa. Um, and from there, I started, I started teaching at Blue Oak School. I became the drama teacher there. And I just started growing a program, sending teaching artists into the classroom. That's how I met Olivia Cowell. Actually, I met her here on campus doing a reading of um, the Laramie Project, directed by the also talented Jennifer King. And um, we realized that we had a, a common love of theater and of, of teaching kids so she and I started collaborating and um, from there we founded cafeteria kids theater and we officially made it a nonprofit last year Mm -hmm. so it's it's sending teaching arts into the classroom it's also offering after-school classes and then we also are going to be doing one to two full-scale productions A year, and this is what's coming up. And one of those productions
1: is coming up the week of November fifth. Tell us about what that is. It is
2: well. It is. It's. We decided to start with a classic, with Peter Pan, um, Mm -hmm. because it appeals. I. We both felt it appeals. Had an appeal to all ages, and um, and what it is is, it's. We run it like a production class. So the kids sign up for the class. After they're signed up, they audition. And they actually they actually sign a waiver saying they will accept whatever part they are they are given, trusting <laughs> us that, that we will cast them in the in the best possible role for them to have a wonderful, uh, uh, well rounded experience, um, and then they get the full experience of taking a show from page to stage, and uh, it's the musical version, so it's it, they've been you know doing blocking and choreography and singing and really putting all those elements together. And then we open at Lincoln Theater on Thursday, November 5th. And then it runs that weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. So it'll be that that full weekend, the 5th, 6th, 7th.
2: It's those. the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. We have mm-hmm. two evening shows, um, Thursday and Friday night at 7. And then we have a reduced-priced matinee for, for families. I mean, the whole—it's a very family-friendly event, but for— um, for people who may not be able to spend $20 on a theater ticket. Um, and that's at 11 a.m. on Saturday. And then we have a normal matinee on uh, Sunday at 2. The coolest thing is we had a student-only matinee, which is on Friday at 10.30 in the morning, and it's sold out <laughs> within, mm-hmm. like, two weeks. So that's going to be, like, their rock star show. There's going to be 1,200 kids wow. in, yeah, in Lincoln Theater. Very so wow. they're very excited. Very cool. <laughs> and,
1: and Evie, talk about the nexus between what Amay is talking about and the things that you're doing uh, with E&M, the things you mentioned earlier.
2: Right.
0: Well, I think um, it, it just all plays into opportunity uh, for families. And... Our shows are not, uh, they're, you know, animal lovers and, and seniors taking their families out for an afternoon of fun, and um, we're going to have uh, arts activities in the lobby beforehand for kids. But ours, uh, I, I'm not sure you would want to uh, come to Sing Along Frozen unless maybe, you know, you happen to watch the movie and really love it, but you can come and sing, and there will probably <laughs> Be a lot of little ones there uh, in costume we hope we're going to have a uh, <laughs> prize for the best costume and uh, yeah well uh, as luck would have it Olivia Cowell who's the uh, co-director of uh, Cafeteria Kids was our Chorus Line pre- uh, director and uh, for me Chorus Line with an all student cast was one of the best things the Opera House ever did I mean I will never forget as Ame was talking about the student who came up to her and, and loved children. theater, uh, we had a performer who came up to me and said, um, "I never thought I would dance, number one, and I never thought I would dance on a stage." And he said thank you to me, and I'm telling you, I just about, I just about lost it because. This was a very large person. Uh, This was someone who just tried out on a whim. Um, And he did an amazing, terrific job. And I I can still picture his face. And that is what we both try to bring. We try to bring great experiences that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise and maybe... um, catapult you forward into what you want to do I mean Amé is a professional actress and I'm just a measly little presenter I just (laughs) I just bring the things because I love them and I hope it's contagious That other people will love them too
1: talk a little bit about the challenge and and we've talked about this in the past the challenge of getting families out i mean there's so much else to do so many other things the kids are doing other kids in the family and sports and and on and on and on and and there's just so much going on that that one to get their attention Two, to get them to buy tickets, right. and three, to actually get them to go to the show <laughs> is no small challenge.
0: It's no small challenge. Well, I think what, you know, Ame has a child. Um, I know when, when I was raising uh, our daughters, I didn't give them the choice. They were coming, uh, they were going, they were going to have a good time. You always have to bring food, you know, yeah. you have to bring the little Cheerio snacks. things, the little snacks. But. Um, once they did it, they were really glad they did. I think I remember, um, and I'm going to pass it over to you, yeah. because it is challenging. It's challenging for people to get out to go and see anything, mm-hmm. whether, you know, you have so many choices, so many things to spend your limited dollars on. And it is challenging. It is amazingly challenging <laughs> how many layers of marketing we are doing right now. To get the word out, just to get the word out, to hope that maybe one percent of the people uh, you know you're sending flyers to, dropping flyers off, posting flyers, will will go. Ooh, that sounds like fun! Let's go! Let's call our friends! Uh, let's create a party and go, or let's have a birthday party there. Let's bring a group. It's incredibly challenging. Um, so. Uh, You know, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed uh, going out the door that that we'll make it. Because bringing touring artists uh, has not become any less expensive. It is more (laughs) expensive. And think about Gregory Popovich coming to Napa. I mean, he's driving from Las Vegas. He's got 30 animals plus. Not all the animals feel like performing that day. So he has to bring backups backup cats and backup dogs and backup geese and mice and you know the cats may not be in the mood so what's he gonna (laughs) do he's gonna pull another cat from the truck Um,
1: out of the the hat
0: (laughs) he could do that out of that um so but it's worth it's so worth it um to do it because the rewards are are great if if it works it doesn't always work but um that's, I don't know, makes life interesting.
1: And the shows, the Frozen, Popovich, the stunt dog shows, talk about when they are and where they are.
0: Okay. Well, we decided to try um, the college. Here we are, just a block away from the Performing right. Arts Center. It's a beautiful, beautiful space. And uh, um, so all sight lines are great. You can see... From any seat, has a magnificent lobby to do the arts Mm -hmm. uh, activities. Um, And um, uh, it's all going to look terrific there. The artists are going to love it. And lots of parking. Uh, We don't have any major holiday conflicts, although Stunt Dog is on Mother's Day. But um, we did that on purpose. So, um, yeah, we're excited to be here. At the college, because it's not a venue I'm thoroughly familiar with, but I'm sure I will be by the time this is over. Right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Amé,
2: you might want to
0: speak to the uh, how hard it is, or maybe not for you, to get out to things. Well, I,
2: th- I mean, I think it is. I'm going to echo some things that Evie said, but I think this is where... Um, uh, Evie and Olivia and I are all very like-minded. Which is, we're—I feel what we're trying to do is create theater-going culture for families here in Napa. I feel like it's something that's been missing for a while, and we're together. We're sort of trying to create a platform for kids, family, and community. I mean, I think I agree that there's all these great opportunities for live music, and the Lincoln Theater also will bring in, you know, what do you call it, I think one-time shows, things that are vendored out. But to create programming that's here on a consistent basis, it's creating culture. It's creating that this is here, you know, bring your kids. I was talking to a mom up in St. Helena, and she was getting ready to take her family to go see Peter Pan in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And I literally said, No, stop. You don't have to drive that far. Right. We're doing it here. And right. she's like, Oh, great. Mm-hmm. So it's I think if people don't know that it's available. And I think once they know that it's available and accessible Um, and they don't have to drive an hour or an hour and a half to San Francisco, I think that we can start creating some momentum, um, which is, I feel like, what we're both trying to do. Some energy around it. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And I I get uh, the feedback of, oh, I've never been to the college theater. And to bring people here and to see how easy it is to to come here. Well, that's one of the – it is just so easy. As you said, it's easy easy. to park. It's
1: easy to get in. It's just – a
0: straight shot. Right. Um, Well, you had mentioned, Jeff, uh, from the Opera House. When we did programming for uh, youth there, I would see pretty much the same parents Mm -hmm. bringing their kids, who are now in college, of course. But – there is something uh, in the parental mindset that says, I want to go, and I'm bringing you. Or we should go, because this is going to be so much fun. And right. it's a good thing, and maybe we'll go, I don't know, maybe we'll go to lunch beforehand. Right. It's, it's a,
2: it creates an opportunity for a family um, outing. outing yeah. Yes,
0: and if you, um, if you think about the age appropriate not so much millennial thing but parents now want to have these family experiences they want to do it as a a family group and it's important to them and it becomes a priority which is what I think about the parents I saw over and over and over again at the opera house and those the kids began to love it is what was so great over each summer They got better. Yeah, absolutely. And you're probably seeing kids coming back oh, every yeah, year. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, I have a, there's a, a boy in our cast. Our The oldest in our cast is 16 and the youngest is seven. And one of the, the six, I think he's 15 now. I've been teaching him since he was in second grade. And so I've watched him progress. When I used to teach at Public School, I've watched him progress over the years. And now here he is, you know. He's playing Mr. Darling and a pirate, mm-hmm. and um, and it's Aye. so you know yeah oh my God there's, there's so much swashbuckling going on but there <laughs> to, to see him with the younger kids and he's really kind of mentoring some of the younger kids they're all hmm. sort of you know drawn to him and mm-hmm. and um, he's great with kids younger kids, but it's been, it's fascinating to watch someone and him really coming into himself to his own. He's really actually starting to grow as an actor. Like he's no longer just a kid who is interested in acting, which, th- which is a great thing, but he's actually starting now as he's coming into his young adulthood, mm-hmm. he's actually starting to turn into an actor. Like he has a process and he's taking it very seriously, <laughs> you know, that's it's, so it's, and it's really interesting to watch. And that's where I feel for families too, especially as, as, as Abby talks about families start tracking, is that they what what I've seen as an educator and I'm sure what Evie has seen as well like with that story with the the young man who about with the dancing right. theater is a transformative experience and it's deeply it's deeply profound I think in any setting but especially for kids because you see kids who might have either you know fallen through the cracks or you know had not discovered this inside of themselves mm-hmm. had they not had the opportunity and that can happen i think for kids who are watching theater or actually participating in theater so i think once that also starts happening i think that's going to be a great um hook for parents because who doesn't want to see their kid transformed in a in a positive way right. <laughs> you know?
1: when uh Abby, talk about
0: when your
1: shows are happening
0: okay The first one is December 5. Um, We're attempting to do two shows. We'll see how that goes. 11 and 2. It's the uh, world-famous Popovich Comedy Pet Theater. Uh, And I'm sure
1: many people do remember it. Yes, came uh, to the Opera Opera House. House. I
0: have taken this show everywhere I've been a presenter. I mean, seriously, I have watched these. There's one little dog. He is so cute. He has been with him for with Gregory for for ah, a long long time and he is he he's just so precious. I tried to hold him once when I did the show intro. Didn't work out too well. Oh my gosh! Kids and animals, watch
1: out! Yeah, right. Was there something? Was was it Popovich that had cats, or was there another show with there cats? Was, I was trying to remember that. There was, was another one. You have a good memory.
0: Right. The Moscow. That's cats. right. That's right. Okay. They're they're all Russians. I don't know about the animals, but the people are all Russians. And there was this big brouhaha that the Moscow Cats Company had stolen the cat show from another Russian who was doing a cat show. And they got in this huge, huge fight. Not the cats. The cats were fine. It was the people. And we had some people uh, come to the opera house and investigate our presentation of the Moscow cats and um nothing came of it but not but to there be were confused laws- with the
1: Chechen cats
0: <laughs> there were lawsuits and all kinds of things. That was a really fabulous show. Those cats were amazing. Um but uh that so Sing Along Frozen is uh January sixteenth and mm-hmm. Stunt Dog is May eighth. And um, we're all online, uh, we're on Eventbrite, and I wanted to mention that we've had some funders, uh, the Gasser Foundation, Mechanics Bank, and possibly a few others coming in to help us give away some tickets to people who may not be able to afford Mm -hmm. to go, and Uh, We haven't set that up yet, but uh, it's in the works, and there may be a couple of other funders coming in to give us uh, that opportunity, which I am so excited about, because I really, really want to see the, the, the hall full. That's what makes it fun. So that's where we are. Great.
1: And is there a a place people can go online to to look for We'll put a link up on, on our yeah, site. Yeah,
0: put a link up. It's uh you can always go to eventbrite.com which is uh-huh. where we're doing our tickets. Great. You can always email e and a and d m presents at gmail.com as well. Great.
1: And I may for tickets to Peter Pan and uh, all the um, info?
2: For, uh, for tickets to Peter Pan, go to lincolntheater.com. And for information about Peter Pan, uh, you can go to our website, which is cafeteriakidstheater.org. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: Well, I thank you both so thank much for so uh, bringing much. us up so to date on fun. all of this. Appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Thanks
2: for having us. We should thank bring you
0: some animals down here. Or <laughs> some <laughs> children. <laughs> some bring, children. A, <laughs> bring animals. <bring laughs> May, <animals. laughs> <laughs> Evie, thanks so much. Thank thanks you. Jeff. Bye. You're listening to Nepperbroadcasting.com.